Hello, I'm Dr. Margaret and welcome to Journey into an Unknown World. I've been doing this show now for several months and I try to give all my listeners a different point of view on normal and everyday kind of activities. So today I thought I'd like to talk about something that's happening to so many people. Strange voices in their heads and creepy feelings that seem to annoy the physical body for no apparent reason. So what's happening? Why is this happening to us? I was just in Japan teaching and a lot of my students having gone through the tsunami and other kinds of bad things that went on in Tokyo are all in recovery but all are saying to me I'm hearing voices in my head and they're not nice. Some of the things I hear are negative and I feel like something is around me watching me. I feel as though I'm in a strange space yet here I am on the train surrounded by people and of course there's nothing going on. What's happening to me they asked. And then I got home and I had phone calls waiting. People were asking me, I'm having bad thoughts at night, especially when I'm quiet. Someone else said to me, I think that I'm going insane because I'm having four conversations in my head with four different people. Why? Well, the truth is, this is a big changing year. Lots of people have been looking at the planet and saying all sorts of things like we're moving into ascension, this is the dawning of a new age, and as I've been teaching everyone for a very long time, that we are now in the second spiritual age, which basically means we're moving in a different way, both emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually. So, we are a new generation of humans. What does that mean exactly? Well, it's like saying a little bit more of your brain is working. Shall we say that in the past, back a hundred years ago, everybody was probably using about 1% of the deep subconscious self. The deep subconscious self is your spirit self the part of you that lives forever and the part of you that learns to control your body while you're here on earth. But now we made a giant progress in the past hundred years towards evolution. In other words, now everyone is talking about 2% of the brain's ability to tap into the deepest part of self. Well, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I think that it's more than that. It's more like 2.5% of the brain is really tapping into everyone's own spiritual self, their soul structure, their destiny, and all the other things that they would like to do in their selves and in their life. So how are you? Are you one of those people that is suddenly taken out of whatever it is you're doing with these strange thoughts in your mind. 
Are those thoughts negative? Do they demand attention? And of course, the leading question is, how do you know that you're not laughing with yourself? How do you know that you're not listening to the negative part of yourself? A long time ago, they used to make movies and TV shows about arguing. Your family's ups and downs was important and everybody wanted to have a listen. But nowadays, everybody is locked into their computers, watching other people talking, listening to all those videos, watching movies where there's trauma, blood, all sorts of Draculas and different things that upset us, to the point where our brain has been loaded with lots of visuals, and at the same time, been filled with many, many sounds. Well, of course, while we're busy focusing on something we want to do, we don't realize that our brain is still looking at all the details that are in front of us and taking little pictures. And at the same time, listening to all the things that are going on around us. I was with someone the other day on the train in Japan and I was just talking about the general classes that I was doing at that time and suddenly I heard a voice very clearly saying to me, next year you have to remember to teach them how to forget. Well, it seemed like a strange idea. It wasn't really my voice, though it sounded like my voice. Well. I have sufficient experience over the years to know when my spirit guide is talking to me and to know when they're sowing a seed in my mind, even though it sounded like me. Taking notice of these little side comments, if you like, that you or your spirit guide might be giving you takes a skill. It takes time. It takes patience. And of course, it takes energy. So let's talk about energy. I'm sure you have at some time walked into a room somewhere where you felt the room was either very negative or beautiful. There's a very clear difference between a space that is filled with negativity versus a space that is filled with light and happiness. Now, nobody thinks about their brain that way. Nobody thinks about their brain as a space that can produce negative energy or beautiful, positive happiness in the form of light and radiant peace. We're all so busy arguing back and forth between what we think and, of course, what we think then controls what we feel. Well, what happens when you yourself give yourself a side remark to something you're thinking consciously? A little conflict is going on within yourself. For example, supposing you say, I'm really enjoying myself with this gorgeous meal and I want to eat all this food up because it's my favorite. 
And while you're busy thinking that, this little voice underneath is saying, you'll suffer tomorrow with diarrhea. And you stop and think, where did that voice come from? What, what, am I talking to myself? Or is there someone in my head? It may take you a while to think and remember and eventually find out that somewhere in your life you heard someone say those negative responses. Your brain is stimulated to go searching for comments that you've heard throughout your life. And of course, it may have not been someone talking directly to you. It may have been someone else talking to someone that you don't even know, but somehow you overheard it and somehow it impressed you. And of course, being impressed means that you created an emotion so that you would remember it. So while you're busy having this sidebar conversation underneath your consciousness, something else is happening. This conflict causes you to shift energy from the brain on down throughout your body. That conflict creates a metaphysical change. In other words, you generate energy and as you do, you have a hot flush. And of course, everybody's used to having a hot flush. They can rationalize that they were embarrassed or, you know, it's just too much going on here. I need space. I'll just walk outside and cool down. Whatever you're thinking, there's still something underneath saying, have you noticed what's going on with you? Have you noticed your insecurities, your fear, your pain, your anger, and your guilt. Well, it takes time to watch yourself. It takes time to watch your brain capture these sidebar thoughts that are going on inside you. But once you do, you start to realize that you're not only hearing your own thoughts and all your memory thoughts, but you're also hearing someone else. Now, the question is, who is that someone else? Well, of course, the minute you walk into a situation where you don't know what's going on, the first thing that's going to happen is you're going to mentally quake in your boots, shake. And when you do tremble, you're causing yet another metaphysical change in your body. So what does metaphysical change means? Well, as far as I'm concerned, it means that you are having a biochemical reaction to what your brain is thinking. And on top of that, you're having a secondary, third, fourth, fifth, and on deeper into your subconscious. And from there, deeper still into your deep subconscious, trembling with all the parts of your brain to shift your body, to shift your emotions, shift your mind into an awareness that you are a spiritual self. Now some of you may have listened to my other shows and you've heard about the paranormal, the strange and the unusual in different ways. But what about the real creepy feelings? You know, 
walking up to someone and suddenly finding yourself saying, that person makes me very uneasy. They feel evil. Or those people, they're not fitting you in my lifestyle. Their religion, philosophy or something doesn't fit with mine. So I'll just rationalize it and step back. But I can't forget it. It was odd. It just made my skin cringe. Well, of course, on the other side of the fence is the hair standing up on the back of my neck kind of thing with great joy and pleasure at something I'm seeing that is so strange, so different, that I'm lost for words. I can't find a way to even describe what I'm feeling, let alone what I'm thinking. And in that moment, all your energy shifts. It's like you've let go. And when you do, energy moving around your body, controlled by your brain, makes you feel really creepy. And of course, when your body is feeling creepy, your brain is busy watching and thinking, how can I explain this one to my conscious mind? Well, again, we rationalize and explain and justify to ourselves what is going on. We do that by looking at our entire life. And even though we think we recall everything, we actually don't. We barely recall one, I don't know, 1%, if you like, into the conscious mind of all the things that we've done in our lives. Unfortunately, we can't recall everything in one sense because we'd have to live this life all over again. But in another sense, the deep subconscious mind is processing it all. And they're looking for a common factor, your spirit. And your spirit is looking for a way to organize not only your deep subconscious, but your subconscious and your conscious mind. So take a deep breath and think about yourself not as a physical being, but as a spirit self. In my books, I talk a great deal about your spiritual self. I like to remind people that there is much more to life than just the normal activities of day, earning money, paying the bills, worrying about the kids, looking for some hobby to do. Those are just ways for you to figure out you have a spirit. And of course, once you do have a spirit and you start tapping into it and using it, then, because of the nature of mankind, you tap into the negative side of it. Mm. You might say, why? Well, the bottom line is, unfortunately, as human beings, we love to learn the hard way. So what is going on in your head right now? The planets? are hitting you over the head. The influence of their effect in the Gemini energy is very strong right now, and it will continue for a while. Then there are people talking about the eclipses that are going to happen throughout this year, and of course that's going to affect you. But how? Well, stop and think about what people are saying on the TV right now about microwaves, computers, cell phones, 
And then think about things on a larger scale. For example, the weather patterns, the wind when it blows against your skin, the rain when it hits you pitter-patter, the understanding of the solar sun rays, sunbathing, but what's really happening when it hits you. And then, of course, there's photons and so much more that everyone talks about, ions, and it's just so complicated that it's not unusual for someone to just switch off and say, well, I won't think about that today. I'll think about it tomorrow. Just like it was said in Gone with the Wind, one of my favorite movies. So what is really happening? Well, I want you to think of yourself as like a big ball of energy. It's rotating on itself. It's beautiful. It's polarized, multiple colors in other words, and it's very peaceful. And then all of a sudden, this raging storm hits that area that is most vulnerable, your brain. Suddenly, you're no longer this beautiful pearlized looking aura. You're now this dark, dingy, blurry, reddish, greenish, navy bluish maybe color. Well, your brain is busy trying to figure out what just happened. What was it that hit me? What was it that touched me? What was it that I heard? And because it's not known exactly what it was, the conscious mind shuffles around trying to escape, while the subconscious mind is busy rationalizing, explaining it to you in this subtext. Hey, there's something eerie around. There's something creepy going on. Be alert. Be aware. Be ready. Well, of course, at that point, you're going to work yourself up into a tiswaz. Mm, that's an English expression, tiswaz, that I learned when I was a very little girl. And I always thought it was a kind of funny word, but really, that's what it was like. It was like being dizzy and whirling and swirling all at the same time as though my world had turned upside down. Because you see, I used to feel all sorts of energy from all sorts of people because of World War Two, And of course, there were many, many people that died during that time, and I was also feeling them. And then, I was also hearing them. Well, of course, lots of people want to know that their loved ones have passed on into heaven and everything is wonderful, and that they needn't worry about them. But really, every time we say our prayers and we call upon the oneness to help us, we're actually attracting spirit entities into our aura. So here's one more thing that causes a change. Your brain is saying, wow, this is really different. This is not of this earth. This is something that I haven't experienced before. It's so strange, it's so weird, that I have to put it in my category that says, be afraid. Well, of course, once we're afraid, the adrenal glands kick in, 
and the body goes into another change of energy and the aura shifts and balances and once again we're having some kind of shock reaction and in those moments we feel invaded we feel like something is crawling on our skin or chills are running up our spine for no reason or maybe the pulse goes up and it seems like it's pounding in your head and it's strange because you can't control it because nothing physical happened no one was shouting at you no one was telling you what to do and yet here you are in some kind of panic with no reason as to what it is well of course your brain is going to switch over to your conscious mind and start trying to tell you what it is or what it isn't and tell you to protect yourself in some way but whatever you seem to do doesn't really help and the more you hear these strange voices and the more creepy the feeling is the worse you become I would actually like to point out to you that I have a book called The Rejection Syndrome where I talk about how everyone is encoded with a soul structure and in that are lots of stories in that book that help you to understand how our psyche as for itself is working but let me get back to the idea that you're this swirling mass of fear let's have another look at what the aura looks like instead of just dark colors we might have rays of golden light coming out or brilliant reds like a sunset why because we're on fire we're fighting off who ourselves some spirit entity who is that entity where did they come from maybe they were killed in vietnam maybe they died 200 years ago how do you know well you don't but your feeling your intuition your instinct gives you this creepy feeling that you have just stepped into the twilight zone I love that word twilight zone in fact I use it when I'm teaching my children and the adults I like them to understand that it's perfectly normal for the brain to go into this twilight zone because the brain needs a rest unlike everything else you cannot switch the brain off you can give your foot a rest by putting it on the couch and you know give your body a rest by having a sleep but even while you're doing that your brain is working it has to figure out how to breathe how all your organs are working and so on and of course you're busy dreaming so the best way to actually give yourself a break is to find something very simple to do like a crossword you see when your brain is thinking on only one thing then you only can be still and do that one thing and that's a rest for the brain but when you've got these strange voices when you've got these creepy feelings it feels like you have 101 people in your head that you don't know where they're coming from because you've got all these history voices that you've heard throughout your life running wild 
and then on top of that you may have some earthbound spirits like dead relatives um, that need help to go into the light because the family members didn't let them go spiritually worried about them called them to help in their physical lives you'd be surprised how many people do call upon their ancestors to help them sort out their material problems and of course they can't because they're no longer in the body but it's a comfort to think that a relative is peering over your shoulder but when you feel them it's not the familiar body feeling you're used to it's more like this strange eerie feeling so how do you know that it's a relative or how do you know it's an earthbound well it's very easy to put it together all you have to do is take a deep breath in the moment of this rising crisis that you feel happening take a deep breath and just say to yourself whatever it is I will calm down and watch myself now as you watch yourself you kind of go into a alpha state, hypnotic state, and by taking that deep breath, you're allowing yourself to settle for a minute. And yes, you will catch your own thoughts versus the thoughts of some dead relative or someone who needs help, and of course, your spirit guides. So what is the major difference between dead family and spirit guides? Quite simply, energy. You see, the higher the vibration of God-like people, in other words, angels, cherubim, and so on, the finer their vibration, the colder you're going to feel, and yet, at the same time, really happy and safe. Whereas a negative spirit, an earthbound, will get into your aura, will make you feel hot with friction, a denser heavy vibration that makes you feel way down, very uncomfortable, and definitely feeling invaded. So the extremes are there, and you can see those extremes. I've been teaching psychic development for a very long time, and I'm about to find a way to teach online. If you'd like to know more about that, I would love you to write to me. My email address is Dr. Dr. Margaret, M-A-R-G-A-R-E-T, R-V-C for my initials, at gmail.com. Dr. Margaret, R-V-C, at gmail.com. Let me know if you'd like to learn about psychic development online. It's pretty easy to do, and we could just take it step by step. So no rushing, just enjoy discovering that you have a spirit. So let me get back to your learning the difference between the negative and the positive. They are extremes, and of course, when you're learning, we yo-yo up and down, just like we do every day of our life. For example, we go to school when we're young and we say, wow, I'm really looking forward to my art class. And oh my goodness, I'm really not looking forward to my science class. We're always judging everything. We're used to that. And so we're feeling everything all day. And our energy is burning up, cooling down. Our 
Mind and emotions are constantly in conflict between what we like and what we don't like. But we've become really very good at watching our bodies and feeling when things are not perfect. In other words, we move into a lot of negativity. Now, what we need to do is to realize that when we notice all these negative things, we have to understand that this is a learning curve and attach, as it were, and then detach. Conflict, belonging to, and then separating, well, that's the way we are. We join up and then we separate, we join up some more, we separate. Our energies mix with other people, we join up with them. Our auras mix, we become one with them. When we don't like them, we separate, our auras separate, and we can really feel that gap. Well, it's the same in the spirit world. When we have a negative spirit around, someone who's really suicidal, maybe ended their life, or someone who died from Alzheimer's and doesn't even know where they are, they're not meaning to harm you. They're just saying, help, I need someone to understand me. I need someone to love me and help me find the way into heaven. So a prayer does it every time. Talking in your mind about peace and light, going into calmness, going to tenderness, going into giving, helps them immediately to be ascended into heaven. And guess who's holding their hand when they go? Your spirit guides. Because your spirit guides are attached to you. And through certain periods in your life, they will transition you into a new energy force, into a new vibration, as you begin to realize that you are psychic. So don't worry about hearing strange voices. Don't think yourself crazy that you're having creepy feelings. Instead, send out a little shout of hooray and say, hey, I'm finally learning that I'm psychic. And I'm finally learning that I have a spirit that is wanting to talk to me, to my conscious mind, that is, and tell me some wonderful things that I need to know. Give me some insights into the things that I could really do to change my life. So the last thing to say is, take a deep breath and ask yourself, have you been 75% negative in the last cycle of your life? Wouldn't you like to be 75% positive for the next cycle? Well, you can work on that as long as you realize that these creepy feelings are telling you take a look at the way you've been thinking and feeling and the strange voices they're probably someone pointing out to you just how negative you mean because you know hearing someone else say the words that we normally say to ourselves is a whole big difference from just listening to our own voice so if you hear someone else's voice like a you're a woman you hear a man know you're being helped even if it's a negative spirit. And on the positive side, if it's a spirit guide, you'll feel that divine love, you'll feel cocooned in their love, and you'll know without a shadow of doubt that this is someone who's positive, because the thoughts that will come into your mind will be positive, like, stay calm, it's okay, 
there is a solution. Spirit guides don't say a lot, not in the early days. They haven't a lot to say, because why would they want to talk about your negative situation? They just want to help you let go of the negativity, and move into your positive awareness, be more aware of the world and the way it is, and recognize that there are many dimensions to energy that our brain is aware of, but that our conscious mind is not. Well, I hope this has kind of enlightened you a bit, told you about yourself in a different way. I just wanted to say, though, that when you have these strange voices and these creepy feelings and your energy is moving, it will affect your digestive system, it will affect your nervous system, it will affect your circulation, it will affect all your organs. But that's good because you will move energy. You know, I created a terminology a long time ago called cellular neuromuscular memory. I wrote that in some of my books and of course now most people use it. So think about that. Every cell in your body has a memory of things you felt, things you thought, and your spiritual lessons. So think about developing your psychic skills. Think about studying with me or someone else and let yourself realize that this will transform your lifestyle as well as mending a lot of relationships. Of course, I've been teaching in Japan for a very long time and uh, I've seen tremendous changes in people in one day. So imagine what you can do with yourself over a period of time. So just remember that you are your own boss and you are in charge of all the decisions that you make. So nobody can put you down. Nobody can make you feel powerless, useless. Only you can do that and you do that by being afraid and letting yourself get creepy feelings. Yes, you can be your worst enemy. You can frighten yourself to death. And of course, you don't want to do that. So, read about whatever you can to do with psychic development somewhere. Get yourself into a class if you can't find anywhere to connect with me. But somewhere, somehow, get help and learn to understand your spirit self, your psychic skills, and then overcome your fear of strange voices and creepy feelings. Well, I hope this helped you today and I hope that you'll find a way to get some healing too. So take care and recognize that this year is the big year of change. So no matter what we think we're in control of, the weather is showing us we're not, the wars are showing us we're not. So come back to you. Come back to what you're doing today and enjoy. So, thank you for listening, and I'll see you again soon.